Suns TV voice Kevin Ray joining the show today to talk Suns offseason, what he is thinking about off of that finals run, and a trip to the Bahamas that went uh, a little differently than he expected. More perspective on DeAndre Ayton. All of that coming up right away on Locked on Suns. You are Locked on Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back. This is Locked On Phoenix Suns. I'm your host, Brendan Clean. I cover the Suns in the NBA at SB Nation as well as Dime Magazine. Follow me on Twitter at BrendanClean14. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On PHX Suns. We're closing out the week here, a Friday edition of the show with the great Kevin Ray, Suns TV voice, a longtime play by play man, and first time guest on the show. I appreciate you coming on, Kevin. How has your uh, offseason been? I hope it's I hope it's been an opportunity to relax. Uh, it, it has, but I'm sure like you and anybody involved with the Suns, it's been kind of uh, abbreviated relaxation, but uh, but for all the right reasons. Exactly. Well, and you have, of course, uh, your your other job that will take up uh, plenty of your time, I'm sure, coming up with the NFL stuff. But I do appreciate you fitting us in here. And uh, I wanted to just kind of start with the finals. I'm sure, well, I mean, the real first thing I have is, what it's like for you to experience the finals because you're not doing those games. Like how different is that? And, and what's that like to be kind of from afar, just like us as opposed to what you're normally doing? Yeah. It, you know, it, 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 I was really kind of torn to be honest with you, because as you know, we, we are able to broadcast the first round of the playoffs, but anything beyond that is all, you know, handled by the, the national telecast. And, while it was still fun because, you know, the Suns were in it um, and I got a chance to go to, to most all the games and, and take my kids to, you know, uh, several of the games. Um, but there was also a part of it that was, you know, frankly, excruciating because as a, as a broadcaster and especially as a play-by-play guy, those are the games, those are the moments that you want to be a part of. So, um it was, you know, honestly a, a little bittersweet, but like I say, to to one of the upsides that I found was going to the games and witnessing it as a fan because uh, going with my kids, we sat in different locations, but getting a chance to meet a lot of the fans that on a normal game day, I don't get to, you know, don't get to see because I'm working. And so it really was great and had a lot of fun and, and made a lot of, you know, new friends uh, who were longtime fans and uh, just nice to hear their comments about the team, about, you know, our broadcast with EJ and our entire crew. So from that perspective, it was it was a lot of fun to be able to connect with people that uh, I might not otherwise, you know, get to see. That's awesome. I mean, I'm sure it's different, but in its own way, it's kind of cool. I was think I, I was feeling some of the same thing um, just in terms of wanting to be around some of the fans once they were able to come back in because right. I think we were kind of you know like it put into perspective like what are we really doing this for you know I mean I guess for you guys it's it's getting it to people who wouldn't have had it otherwise while there were no fans in the building but it just was so eerie and odd and then for people to get back in I was like yeah I kind of want to go you know see what people are experiencing and and be within every be with everybody and and you know see the arena when it's finally full after the renovations and all that stuff so I'm right. glad you were able to have that experience even though it was a little different 
I'm curious though, I, I've been sensing from Suns fans online and everything else that they might not be over the loss to the extent that I hoped we might be by this point. So how, how are you kind of sitting with it? What, what's sticking with you? What do you remember? What's, uh, what's nagging at you? How are you feeling after about a month here? Yeah, and it's funny because I've still got friends and acquaintances that I'll bump into and some that I maybe haven't seen in a while. And, you know, in fact, uh, just the other night when we were uh, on the road uh, doing the uh, the Cowboys preseason game and somebody brought it up and they were like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those, like you say, it's, it's great because I think as, as you will, you know, also uh, attest to, this Suns team connected with people like all over the place um, for whatever reason. And whether it was because of, you know, fatigue from other teams, other players that they had seen so consistently, or just how the Suns came together with Monty Williams, whatever it was, but they connected with people way beyond Arizona that I, that I would have never imagined. Um, And while it's great to talk about that and and their kind of new affinity for the Suns, yeah, it's 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 still painful. You know, it's a little bit like that scab. You know, when you've gotten as a kid, you're playing and starts to heal up a little bit, and then you go bump it again and breaks it open. <laughs> so, I'm not sure it's a, a, a scab or a scar that's going to heal anytime soon. There's parts of it that you just kind of come to grips with, but. Um, you know, for me, I think that the one, the one game, if you will, that just continues to gnaw at me, and my son and I talk about it usually about once a week, and it's it's game four, um, because of just how close this team was to jumping up, you know, three one, and you think, oh my goodness, you know, I can't imagine being a three one and not being able to win it, but. It's why sports is so great and um, so electrifying and adrenalizing, but it's also one of the things that, that makes it, you know, painful at times. Yeah, it is. I, I that game was. Um, I, I told listeners who were who were along for the journey as that not just that game, but it was definitely the high point of it made it very hard to sit and be unbiased like I try to be. That game is what brought it out for me where I was like, right. you know, I wanted my wife to be out of the room. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is, you know, I'm, 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 I've finally gotten there. I guess I kicked the, uh, I kicked the neutrality out of my head watching that game a little bit. And yeah, that, that one, you know, that, that one. And then it's, it's I don't know how you feel, but hearing the Chris Paul injury stuff, the Devin Booker injury stuff, it's not even so much of the is an excuse or is it not because that's kind of boring to me. But like it just is a continued reminder every time this news trickles out of man, it's like it was so close. And how right. many little tiny things have to go wrong for things to flip like that is it is uh, painful. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, the other thing that that stood out um is, you know, one of my chief concerns coming into the playoffs, as I'm sure was yours, like many others, was the, you know, the lack of overall playoff experience that the team had, you know, collectively. And I didn't think it really revealed itself until 
game five and six. And, and I felt like at that point, because of what transpired in game four, I think the, you know, the youthfulness and inexperience, the, the guys, and look, it's, it's human nature. I don't care who you are, but I think they began looking at game four, like, man, what, what did we do? What did we let go of? And mm-hmm. it kind of started yeah. those wheels turning. And I felt like, because of Milwaukee's previous failures, they leaned on that. And, and look, you know, because of how close Milwaukee was to elimination multiple times in a playoff run. And, you know, there, there is, there is value for a team to experience in that. And uh, you know, like everybody else, I was hopeful that the Suns didn't have to experience that until they had a NBA championship <laughs> neatly sure, tucked away. Sure. But it's it's the you know it's the reality of the situation. It is one of those sort of ironies of the whole situation that Milwaukee would be the team to do it to the Suns, given that Bucks fans have had the feeling that Suns fans now have a few times, right? right. So it's like right. You know, none of us are going to be caught rooting for uh, Milwaukee to to get their their uh, you know final goal here. But at the same time, it is it's usually true that you have to go through that, and I think that's why it was so shocking that it it seemed like they wouldn't that they maybe could skip all of those steps and right. and really um, bust through. But yeah, I mean it it doesn't make any Suns fan feel better, but at the same time. It would have been, I think we all, I, I, the vibe that I get from fans is like, yes, that sucked. But at the same time, it would have been far more frustrating if it was a, a Brooklyn or, you know, the Lakers or one of these teams that didn't feel necessarily like they earned it, who right. was the one to, to sort of knock the Suns down. But um, I won't make fans uh, sit in this for too much longer. <laughs> I will, uh, we'll, we'll go on to the off season. I want to get your thoughts on how things are shaping up for next year. Okay, Ray, but um, first, a quick word from betonline.ag. Three big deals for you as the NFL season and college football season kick off over at BetOnline. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season, and here's what they have for you starting right away. The internet's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, all available at BetOnline right now. You can also, when you make your account, if you do not have one already, use the promo code Locked On to get a 100% welcome bonus. They are doubling your money on that first deposit. And last but certainly not least, on the opening night of the NFL season, they have a super promo allowing you to make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Bucks and the Cowboys, which our guest today will be in the building for. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. So no matter who you bet on, even if you lose, you get that refund up to $25 when you use the promo code NFL100. Bet online giving you tons of ways to get involved with the football season. And of course, they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports all throughout the year. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay. Off season. I'm not sure how you feel. Um, not a big momentous set of changes. It didn't really feel like that happened in the NBA all that much, but you know, any Suns fan would tell you backup center was huge. So getting JaVale McGee, um, they got a little younger with the Landry Shamit edition. Right. Um, I think the other big thing for me is we're going to get to see some of these young guys get a little bit more opportunity, um, you know, 
just during the regular season, guys will get hurt and, and all the rest. So um, I'm. what do you make? Do you feel like they're in a better situation now than maybe they were three weeks ago? Yeah, I, I think so for the most part. Um, I, I think the one the one spot where I feel like there can still be some some, you know, upgrade or improvement is, uh, look, Torrey Craig stepped in and what he did for this team was, you know, incredible. And um, I, I know that, you know, the the injury to, to Dooley kind of helped open that door for him. And, you know, we saw Dooley, he, he seemed to be kind of getting some traction right before the injury. And there are parts of their game that are very similar. Um, but I thought Torrey Craig delivered everything that, that James Jones and Monty Williams needed in, I mean, in, in then some. And to me, having seen a guy like that fit in, if they can somehow find another Torrey Craig, if you will, uh, would, I think would benefit this team, you know, greatly. Uh, I, you know, the, the, the timing with the injury to Dario Saric couldn't be worse because, and look, the Suns aren't the only team to, to have a player, you know, uh, like that, who's going to be on the shelf for the, I mean, you might as well say for the entire season, since we're going back yeah. to an original, you know, NBA calendar. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful and confident that with the, uh, you know, the mid-level exception still remaining, and, and James has been pretty adept at kind of wading in the weeds, so to speak, and and finding guys when necessary. He, you know, he doesn't get too caught up into deadlines and, you know, making yeah. splashy moves when everybody else is making them. So I'm, I'm confident in that regard. But I think for the most part, I'm pretty pleased. And, and look, just, just the overall... Um, one more year of physical and mental maturity and improvement from those guys who went through those NBA finals battles, all those playoff games now that those guys can lean on. And um, so with, with that being said, I, I feel, you know, I feel very optimistic again about this season, but look, it's, it is a loaded Western conference. So um, you're going to need, you're going to need all the ammo you can get for sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of who gets the additional opportunity because Craig and Charich, I mean, those don't seem like huge pieces, but especially over 82 games, like there's going to be an inevitable situation where somebody's going to be pressed into action. Is that Jalen Smith? Is it Abdul Nader, like you said? Um, Nader is somebody I'm interested in. He's never really been committed to by a team, right? Like he's never right. had a, a regular season where going in, it's like you're the backup three. Right. You know, no questions asked. At the same time, you can't teach size and he's not as big as Torrey Craig. Right. So, you know, it's a different type of player, but I'm excited to kind of see some of those new faces and they're not new in terms of, you know, new sons, but they're going to be new for playing time purposes. And obviously Landry Shamit is going to be new to everybody. And so I think he'll be, I really think he'll play a lot. So I'm curious what that will look like. Um, on the, the note of, of internal development of, of these guys getting better, I mean, obviously, too, we're going to have this whole training camp where Chris Paul had about a month to, to get with it. And we saw it took about another entire month past that for 
them to get situated about you right. know late January was when it really clicked. Who who are you most excited to watch this upcoming regular season of this young group? I mean, aside from Devin Booker, I think he's graduated past that. But, you know, the rest of this core, who who intrigues you the most that you think we could really see take a step forward? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the I'll, I'll jump at, at three guys and I'll say Mikhail, um, just simply because we saw Mikhail add some offensive layers to his game the last two, two and a half months that, you know, a year ago this time he did not have. And that is, you know, utilizing the mid-range. And as we've seen, there is value to practicing against, watching every day and every night how successful your teammates, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, are at the mid-range. And, you know, how much uh, confidence your coaches have and implore you to shoot that versus – almost every other team in the league where they're saying, no, 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 we don't, we don't want a 15 footer. And, yep. you know, the Suns coaches are saying, look, in the right scenario, we, we love the 15 footer because if you practice it regularly, you know, you're going to be prepared to take that in the game. And we saw McHill develop that, but still not the kind of consistency that, that I think that he'll get to. Um, and then the other thing is, is for McHill is just, because he's going to be another year older and stronger, adding beyond the mid-range, you know, you've got the three-point shot. Now you start to develop that mid-range, getting that strong finish to the cup. And, and that, to me, is going to help this team improve on getting to the free throw line because that is something that, you know, they just weren't consistently good at. Uh, throughout the regular season, and it was hit and miss through most, you know, most of the the postseason. So, um, I mean, when you when you see and look, Giannis is Giannis, but you see the value of getting to the free throw line. You know, a minimum Even when you miss a bunch, right? Like right. he did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so him, uh, Cam Johnson. Look, I, I thought Cam really stepped up big time in the the minutes he was on the floor. Uh, for this team uh, offensively. And Monty has said it a number of times. And I think some of the fans finally began to see it. But Cam has, has become a, a sneaky good defender. Um, yeah. And maybe what you're losing with a Tory Craig is, is what they kind of hope and envision Cam slowly sure. becoming. Again, you know, just the, the physical maturation, you know, is going to take a, probably another couple of years. But Cam is an, an intelligent defender. So maybe between Dooley and Cam, they feel like, you know, the, the two of them can kind of roll up and, and give you what, what Tory Craig did. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm I anxious think... to see, you know, I'm anxious to see sticks and not to interrupt, but you know, he, yeah. no, he had a terrific sure. summer, had a terrific summer league. And I know his name got, you know, kicked around and linked to a few trade rumors and he's, he's, you know, I'm sure quickly learned that it's a business and, it's not always a bad thing if your name is out there in trade rumors, because that means that, that people are, you know, liking what you're doing. So, yeah, James Jones has said flat out he's going to get an opportunity, whether that's preseason and training camp and ends there or, you know, extends into the regular season. I think that's fully up to him. I think that they see an opportunity here for him to be a part of the regular season rotation. I'm excited as well. Uh, re- preseason schedule got announced today and it feels kind of insane that we're about five and a half weeks away from that. But uh, we'll uh, we'll close out the show with actually the original reason I wanted to bring K-Ray on here, which was 
um, a trip that he took this summer, and uh, the, the some of the stories as it relates to DeAndre Ayton. So excited to get to that. We'll take a quick break first, though, to hear from Rock Auto. Uh, when you walk into a dealership or a retail store these days for an auto part that you need, whether something breaks down on your car, you're just looking to upgrade, whatever it might be, you're going to get a raw deal. I mean, that's just the reality of it at this point. You tell them what car you have, you tell them what you're going to want to buy, and then they're thinking about how they're going to go ahead and make money off of you, whether that's, you know, you're not buying in bulk because you don't have any need to, or you're not a professional and you're not going to get a discount that they might offer professionals. It's pretty stressful, but Rock Auto solves that problem. You know, not even a subscription website, let alone an account. You don't need anything to log on. You just go in, type the car that you have, scroll down to the part that you need, click purchase, and it's at your door in days. You save time, you save money. So, don't spend 20, 30, even 50% more than you might at one of these, uh, at Rock Auto by going to one of these stores when Rock Auto is right there. If you have a phone, if you have a computer, it's that easy. Just go to rockauto.com, buy the part that you need, and that's it. I've purchased a sun visor after having mine crack off um, due to the Arizona sun. You've heard me tell you about that plenty of times, and uh, they have everything. I actually had to scroll pretty considerably because it was at the bottom. It's not a very common part, and I got to see all the stuff available for my Hyundai, so I can certainly vouch for it. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's show also brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever, my favorite protein bar. Three summer exclusives going on right now at Built Bar, strawberry, orange, and cookies and cream. Actually, I believe German chocolate is a limited time offer as well. You know the drill. No more than 180 calories, no more than five grams of sugar, but somehow they make things these things delicious as ever. Soft and easy to chew, covered in chocolate, every single one. Might sound weird, the, the, the fruit ones are as well, but uh, trust me when I say it is delicious. It's like a chocolate-covered strawberry. Who, who wouldn't like that? And you don't notice the protein. It's not chalky, it's not thick, it's not hard. It's just soft, it's easy, it tastes like a candy bar and it gets you what you need to get through the day. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay, Kevin, so you uh, took a break and traveled like we all did this summer and found yourself in a situation where uh, you, you found some DeAndre Ayton fans that you weren't <coughs> expecting to see. Please uh, please tell the audience what happened because I think it's cool, but also very unique. So let us let us know what happened. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, so following the, the finals, I guess it was uh, maybe two weeks after the finals, uh, my girlfriend and I went to Exuma. Um, and we were there, and as we're like coming from the airport, uh, we had uh, rented an Airbnb and we're coming from the airport and anybody who has been to uh, Exuma knows that it's, you know, it, it's a small Island and it's not heavily commercialized. Like, you know, Nassau is where the majority of people in Bahamas are familiar with. Uh, so we're, we're driving to the airport and going through this one little small part of the, the central part of town. And I look up and there's this billboard with, DeAndre Ayton wearing his son's uniform and, and it was promoting uh, DA's basketball camps, which take place in Nassau, but the, the islands are obviously so close to one another. And because DA is, you know, an absolute God there now <laughs> in the Bahamas, 
Uh, so there was this billboard and we, you know, we had to stop. And so I took a picture with it. And then there's like banners and a couple of other spots around town. And then we went to uh, went to this little spot called Chat and Chill, which is a, another separate little island. And, and you can only get there by boat, but it has this little cantina set up. And so I had an NBA final shirt with me. And in this little cantina, people from all over the world, you know, would tack up shirts, you know, from their colleges or whatever, license plates. And so, uh, the, you know, the, the uh, bartender and, and uh, waitress were kind enough to take a picture with me and I, I signed it for them. And, and so they've got an NBA Finals 2021 shirt there and they're well aware of who DA is. But uh, oh, I'm sure yeah. they loved it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were they were, you know, over the moon, uh, excited about it. And uh, yeah, and we got some pictures and I had posted it there on uh, on Twitter and Instagram. But uh, it just speaks to, as we've talked about, you know, the, the globalization of the game. And, you know, here's this little island area. And, you know, the Suns are able to to pluck this gym, DeAndre Aiden out of there and excited to see know what what he can do in in you know promoting the, the growth of, of basketball and, and how you know young kids now in the islands can look up to DeAndre and say that's what I want to be someday so it, it, it's really cool and just speaks to what I was saying earlier how you know the Suns have gained all kinds of new fans across the globe uh, for a variety of reasons obviously the, the Bahamas are uh, are crazy, you know, crazy in love with DA and the Suns. I can't even imagine. It makes me what it, what it must be like in Nassau. Like there must right. be just hoopla. Like, and I remember there were pictures and, and sort of reports about watch parties and, and this and that, but man, it must be eight in city. Yeah. Well, I, I know that I saw a, I saw a couple of posts in, in a video clip when he, it might've been like, just four or five days after the finals had wrapped up and he and his family went back home and they had like a small parade, you know, for his return home. Um, so yeah, very, I, I had never been to to Nassau, but I can, uh, I can tell you how big he was there in Exuma. So yeah, Nassau would be off the charts. I'm sure. Yeah. It's, to your point about the the growth of the game and and the fans there and everything else, it's I don't think it gets talked about because I think he's more associated almost with the valley and having gone to Arizona and everything. Like people, I think we all know, but you know, it doesn't he doesn't get announced as you know f- hailing from the bomb. It's, it's University of Arizona. You know, right. we don't think of him as an international player necessarily. He doesn't hasn't yet competed for any sort of you know international FIBA stuff with them or any of that. But I think the possibilities are all there. The opportunities all there. And then you see over the summer, he's working out with Buddy Heald and, you know, some guys that are, you know, locals there. And obviously that's really cool. It seems like he's not saying goodbye to that part of his life. And I'm sure that's really fulfilling to him to get to bring that to, you know, those people. I don't, did you ever watch the video that, um, that they did at the undefeated the first, maybe his rookie season, Mark Spears, the NBA reporter, went in and filmed like all this stuff for him. And it was just, these kids just like ate it up. 
Right. I, I did not get a chance to see that. I'm glad you reminded me of that. I'll, I'll have to uh, get that onto my watch list. Yeah, it's it's just... You no, know, it, it, for him, it, it really is. It's an opportunity. And you mentioned, you know, Buddy Heald, because Buddy was over there, I think, at the camps with him. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, he's almost like a farmer planting seeds now. And he and, and Buddy, but because DA went to the finals, and so you get exposure... Yeah. Oh, yeah that is, is not just coming from, you know, Valley Sports, Arizona, with those fans, you know, watching the games. Now it is on a global platform. And so he gets a chance to plant those seeds and, you know, and water them, you know, every year that he goes back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he becomes an ambassador uh, of the game for the Suns and for the NBA and, and for the Bahamas. So it'll be – interesting and exciting to to watch the growth over there mm -hmm. and to see what they're able to do you know to maybe give uh other young aspiring players opportunities yeah i have to shout out uh wnba mvp candidate john quill jones as well she is bahamian bahamian however you say that and she uh representing them well she spent most of the uh last, she skipped last season to go be in that community so Whatever they're doing basketball-wise, something over there is is definitely working. They've they've gotten some some nice young players, and I, I think it's a cool opportunity if they want it to kind of you know shepherd along the next generation over there. But I'm glad you mentioned Bally because I have one last question before we get out of here. Are we getting a sideline <laughs> reporter next year? Boy, uh, that's way above my pay grade, my friend. <laughs> I I do not make those decisions. Um, I will. The only thing that I would say is, with the fans back, and uh, you know, knock on wood, nothing changes uh, in terms of of having the fans back. Uh, I'll be surprised, but uh, I, I have no, you know, I have no insight on that uh, on that position right now. Okay. But yeah, what, I'm hopeful that we do because it certainly adds a, uh, you know, a nice element for our, for our broadcast and more importantly for our viewers. It does. I hope we do. I know it's, of course, you're not uh, the hiring manager for that type of thing by any means, but uh, <laughs> I guess the current, the current status is we don't know. And so that's fine. I do want to shout out Lindsay Smith, who did an awesome job previously. And uh, hopefully there's somebody to fill her shoes and, and give us some more. Cause it does, it adds some, you know, it adds some taste to things. It, it makes uh makes the broadcast a little more flavorful. So I'm excited to watch you guys. I'm excited for next season. Um, hopefully fans are uh, chomping at the bit just like we are. We're about five weeks away from preseason suddenly, so uh, not too far around the corner. But thank you for coming on, uh, and hopefully we can bring you on again during the season. I look forward to it. Yeah, I appreciate the invitation, and uh, it's been a great visit.